0: Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, crafting, creativity with a dash of garden chatting about current interests and life in my northern town. You can find show notes at mycreativecorner3.com. You can also find all of my social media, how to purchase a virtual cup of coffee, and all events on the website. Please feel free to stop by and leave a comment. I really appreciate everyone who listens. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome to the podcast. Well, spring has finally sprung. Yes, it really has. In addition to the weather being a little bit sunny for like a week, which is, I've been like dazzling my brain and very, very uh, much impacting how giddy I feel today. I've also been doing my spring rituals. Yes, you can't do a lot when it's still snowing out. And I believe here in northern Michigan, it snowed about two weeks ago. Really, it did. And I was beginning to think spring would never come and it looks like Old Man Winter has finally left. Now you know it is northern Michigan so I have to be prepared for the fact that we may get a little dusting of snow or frost can happen all the way up till probably June 1st and I've seen it later to have frost. But the good news is spring has sprung. The leaves are finally budding out on the trees. Uh, They're not fully leafed out, but they're getting there. The trilliums are growing on the floor of the forests. People are starting to find morel mushrooms, which is an annual springtime ritual. The lilacs have tiny little buds on them, and my tulips are starting to turn a teeny bit red on the buds So yes, the garden is waking up and I haven't done a lot of work in there because I'm hitting it 15 minutes at a time at the most. You know, I'm still cutting down dead stalks from last year and I don't do too much weeding because I don't know what's a weed and what's a plant in certain spots of the garden. And I'm still waiting to see if certain things are coming back. I thought one item was the dark coral bells but it wasn't it was columbine so i bought two coral bells last year and the one that was a lime green is growing but i don't see the dark leafed one but like anything else they all come up in their own good time and if they make it they make it winter kill is a real thing here and so far the cedar trees look like they're a little tiny arborvitaes. They're not real big, probably two, two and a half feet tall at the back of my garden. They look like they made it. And I think everything is settling in and growing and growing and I'm just excited. I think we're going to convert the yard into a clover versus grass yard. We do have a significant amount of winter kill on the grass and we decided we're not seeding it with grass and wasting precious resources like water and adding tons of chemicals to keep a green lawn. So we're going to do that, but we can't plant yet. Clover needs to have no frost. So the other spring things that have started up is, you know, a little bit of spring cleaning, but you know it's spring around here. When we take the snowblower, off the little Kubota tractor we have. It's a very large uh, yard tractor, but not a farm tractor. And we put the lawnmower on yesterday. Now, my husband and I both had the day off. I've been a touch uh, under the weather with my um, pulmonary stuff um, from long COVID. The good news is I did see the doctor this week, and I'll talk about that later. So I was home, and my husband got out of work early, and he said, today is the day. And he started in on the lawnmower while I was doing laundry. Well, he started on the snowblower. He had to take it off the tractor. Next thing I know, um, he's ringing the doorbell saying, you know, can you come out and help me with, you know, turn the tractor on and a couple things. And I'm like, okay, sure. You know, I'm not much help with pushing um, heavy equipment or anything like that, but I offered a lot of moral support for the time being. And we have, have this problem every year. And I say we, because I even tried. Um, we can't get the PTO co- hooked up to the splines that run either the snowblower or the mowing deck. Every time, it's a twice a year um, event, and it just doesn't want to line up. So our neighbor was out, and I'm like, what is he doing? And he had been putting out all of his junk for the spring cleanup. So if you read Saturday Morning um, Coffee, you've you probably already heard the story, but he was out there, and it had, he had a wall of stuff. I mean, he does a lot of construction and house flipping, and he had a lot of stuff. And we're like, oh, yeah, that's today. But he came over, looked at the PTO and the splines. It was a two-for-one deal. He got them to go together and he reminded us we had to get our junk out to the road. Remember all of the sorting I did of the sewing room? Yeah, there were some things that had to go to the road. So my husband, to test out the lawnmower, went and mowed the little strip of grass by the curb near the road in between the sidewalk. But he didn't mow the whole yard. I mean it had gotten hot by then but the other part is we try to wait till the end of May just to give the bees some pollinating um, plants or weeds that are blooming like the violets and the dandelions and things like that and the excitement is while we were out I saw a bunch of bees. So he was thrilled that he got that nasty job off the list and I was thrilled because this is opening the door of all my spring rituals so while we had to go to the storage unit for a couple things I got my fairy garden things and I'm examining what will make another year what won't what I want to do how I want to design it and that's going to probably be a summer long project because most of my stuff needs to be replaced but I got my gazing ball and all of the little um ornaments um i have some gazing balls and some lights that are solar powered and we got the bird bath set up with the solar um fountain that sits in the bath it still works i couldn't believe it i thought last year it was done but it's going to work for another year that was like 50 bucks well spent because it totally runs on the sun keeps the water moving um when the sun is out and you just have to wash the bath out We use um, some biodegradable type of soap. Just scrub it out just to keep all of the yucky out of there. And the birds love it. And I like having this little tiny water feature in my garden. So that setup, that means spring is here. Because you can't put water in a bird bath if it's going to freeze. And I know this is a sign (laughs) that it probably won't freeze. Probably won't. Probably won't freeze. So the other rituals. I mopped the floor because the ground dried up. And we were done going in and out of the house with the um, biannual event of converting the tractor to different seasons. We put the snow shovel and the snow blower into storage. I opened the drapes. I'm going to start washing some of them. Opened up all the windows uh, with um, shades and stuff. I didn't open the windows. I just opened them for for light because we have a lot of sun. Dusted, dusted, dusted. Got my long, um, it's a microfiber on a stick, a very long telescoping stick. And today's project was, for spring cleaning, was dusting all the cobwebs out of the windows. If there were any, it's been a few months since I did that all along the ceiling and walls and trying to dust everything as best i can so i mopped the floor after it's been <clears throat> i won't say how long um, i won't say how long it's been and i dusted uh, heavy duty you know into things and the corners nooks crannies lifted as many objects up as i could and i'm just going to keep on this momentum um, Just to try to get things a little more in order and a little bit more of that fresh, clean feeling that spring can bring you. Um, You just don't know. And with all that being said, after we were done with the tractor and we were reminded by our neighbor doing his um, junk to the road. So the junk to the road, the rules are it can't be garbage. It's things that we save over the winter every year that are too large to go into your weekly garbage pickup. You can put furniture and junk out like um, even appliances if a person can lift it. But the good news is if you put things out that are kind of too big for one person to lift, chances are if it's metal, the uh, metal scrappers will come take it because they run through town. And pickers come through. So if there's like something you don't want, you can put it to the road. This is a good time of year. People will take it. But I just had like five big lawn and leaf bags of old bedding, rotten bedding. Things have been in the basement for 10 years. You can't wash it anymore and there's no use for it. Uh, Clothes that um, I had sorted and I put it in a bag to go out. Old rugs. Um... Mostly house goods. I, went, I had a cupboard stashed with things that were broken and waiting for junk day. Yes, like the food processor that I broke and was burned up. And all the 50,000 uh, accessories that go with it. Um, all of the blenders and broken things like that in the kitchen. Um, it's things that you really can't easily recycle. And our recycle center really only takes boxes and um paper and certain metals and so we had like rusted off parts from a car that we don't even have anymore that can't go back on it oh you know things like that we did not have a big pile it was actually very modest but that modest pile gave me a little bit of space in this house cleared out the back landing which winds up being the winter (laughs) storage for said junk Um, boxes that are too big that can't fit in the truck easily to go and be easily cut down to go to the recycling center went to the road too and all the foam packaging and things that were in certain boxes I put those out so now all I have left to clean out of the back landing to the basement is the recyclable boxes the little amazon boxes and the home chef boxes things like that Now that we have space to shovel, shuttle things around, um, we can get them out to the car. And when I say we, you know, I mean my husband, because I just can't lift and go up and down. Even the few steps out to the yard and to the car carrying heavy things right now. I'm just feeling a little weak and out of sorts. So that's the next thing. Summer is here and so i've been having a little tightness in the breathing maybe it's spring i don't know maybe it's long covid i think all the above so i saw my pulmonary person ordered a bunch of tests the first things came back pretty good but we did have a chat you know about recovery from long covid being you know there really isn't a whole lot you can do and except exercise on good days, keep yourself active, keep your brain active, stress management. And she said, since you're using a rescue inhaler three to four times a day, we're going to change inhalers to something new. And she also, I think it's important if you use an inhaler, she has what's called, we used to call them spacers, and she called it like a holding chamber reservoir that Let's the medicine float about for a minute while you have a chance to try to synchronize the squeezing of the inhaler and breathing in. Um, All of the changes, it's been about three, four days, has made a huge difference. It's made a great difference. And so the breathing is easier so I could dust and I can try to go outside for little tiny walks, go into the gym a little bit more because I haven't been doing tons of that over the last month. Because it's just been too much. And sometimes when you have a chronic illness, you just have to take a break. And I did. I even took a couple days off of work. And did nothing but what they call um, non-stimulating rest. Like going to concerts on a day off is not a good restful thing. Even though I love to do it. Because it's too much stimuli And it's too much, too much stress really for your body. So I did some simple sewing, um, worked on just some simple hand um, work like a cross stitch. And then when I got tired or frustrated, I put it down. So this is not a progress report. Uh, Let me tell you all the things I did. Yay. No, um, I will say I did. Not to get a whole lot of anything done in cross stitch. I started the um, it's called Tea Spilled, I think. Anyway, I it's a teacup that's spilling and it has a tea bag and it's super cute. If for the tea time stitch along, I purchased it for that with the silk threads and I'm going to make a little tiny pillow. I mean I don't have a big extra space on this particular Ada cloth. It's a scrap I bought this um, I would say earlier last month when I was in Virginia Beach and it's Ada and it's really lovely and I'm using the silk threads on it and um, it'll be not something you can frame. It just needs to be sewn into a tiny little pillow. There's enough I think on each side to do that. But, um, you know, doing all that counting cannot be easy. So I put uh, probably four or five rows in there. Nothing um, huge. I did work on my temperature cross-stitch, and I'm totally caught up. And with the warm weather, we're getting into a lot of brighter colors, which makes me happy. The other thing that I cross-stitched was a little bit on... The Christmas tree um, from last year, uh, last Christmas yeah, I did a little bit on that not a whole lot, nothing done, nothing exciting nothing even to give you a whole big roll report on but that's what I did in cross stitch um, any other crafts, I have not done anything and I've had all these plans to do lots of stuff but no, I haven't started them and I'm okay with that just, you know you do what you can do and that's why you have so many different interests. And when you have time off, you can do them. Then you do them. I did finish quilting a top, and not a top. I finished sewing a top. The crisscross stars. It had that bright yellow background with all of these um, stash fabrics. It's super scrappy. And I decided since I used that bright yellow, when I looked at the color wheel and pulled out a couple different combinations. I really like the combination, that bright yellow with a um, really saturated orange that it's a little bright, it's in the same value and a really dark, but not navy, a darker blue that has gold threads in it. So it kind of ties it all together. And I really like how I did it. It has like a two and a half or three inch border and then the blue is five inches. So it had two borders on it similar to what Lori Holt had but I ran out of the yellow and I like this even better. So it's a top in waiting for me to get moving along on the ability to quilt on the long arm for more than a few minutes at a time. But victory is mine for this week. I did take some time before I started feeling really tired. I last weekend loaded a the last queen size quilt I have in the house. A couple friends have contacted me, but they have smaller quilts. and I'm saving um, one friend has a queen that she wants me to do later. Um, and I did like three rows on this. It's a really pretty carpenter star and very soft colors with a creamy background. So it's going to have a larger, a little bit open, more open vine Swirl and leaf pattern with the custom stitching in the stars. So I love how it's turning out. And I don't have the first row of stars done, it has a big border. I'm getting about three quarters of the way through, like the first pass that would include all of the stars that first section, several passes. And you know what? As my birthday approaches, I have decided productivity is overrated. And um, I've been really, really working on that for the last couple years. And I'm like, I'm not going to be taking a lot of quilts that need to be deadlined because I just can't predict on what days I'm going to feel good to be able to quilt. And people who are patient, who are my friends, I do a couple quilts here and there. I need to do something though. And I'm going to do it before the next podcast. And I probably will do it as a YouTube video so you can see. But I'm going to do a whip parade for both cross-stitch stuff, like all the things that I have as tops or all of the cross-stitch that is stitched, but they're not finished. Right, the fully finished um, cross stitch. The tops are not quilted and I have a whole bunch of quilts that are quilted but don't have binding on them. I was gonna do it last year and it just didn't happen. I was not physically able to do it or mentally able to wrap my mind around doing a binding. So you know what? That's gonna be my goal again for the this, <laughs> this year. I want to get these quilt tops done and off my radar. Out of my mental space in my head. I need to get them done. But I need to do some sewing because I like quilting and I just can't stand at that long arm every day. And I certainly can't convert it to a sit down because it's too much work to push the fabric through a large long arm. So I like having the frame. I've been toying with the idea of getting like a stool on wheels or something but no it just hasn't happened. Anyway making another trip around the sun happens this month. I will mark my birthday toward the end of the month and I've decided that being kinder to myself as I'm getting stronger and growing my strength which I believe was my word for the year um that's part of it. Just being kinder. Yeah, work on things as you can, but I don't need to have deadlines on things that are not gifts for people. And I just, yeah, I'm just working on things and plugging along at a fun pace and I'm really enjoying it. The great news in all of this is it's given me a little bit of time to work on some other things that have been helping me quite a bit. And I'm going to give a recommendation for Headspace. I have never had it as a subscription and I just purchased one. I love it. It's got meditations, it's got videos, it's got relaxing music. I had no idea the app was so deep. I had the two-week trial and then jumped in. I'm purchasing it for a year, which is about $70, which is a lot cheaper than a lot of other apps. And at some point, my chiropractic benefit's going to run out. So I need something for the meditation part, which I do <clears throat> at the chiropractor still. We do deep breathing and meditation. But... The good morning part of this is a, starts out with a one minute breathing exercise. There's usually something they call the wake up. There is another little section for a meditation. There's an afternoon. Now, today's afternoon is a video, happens to be a 10 minute video about the playful jungle. And it's a great, relaxing video. Helps you, you get re centered into mindfulness and helps with stress management. And then they have evening or wind down videos they also have um sleep promoting sleep types of sound sound um soundcasts they call it <clears throat> they also have playlists which are great for work they have like um han zimmer playlist they have john legend playlist they have vi- uh playlist to listen to music for focus The other part is they have some great things like May is Mental Health Awareness, Mental Health Month, and they have a whole section under that for meditations and learning. They have a whole National Park collection for the spring. They have a daily um, short five minute podcast and they have long um, form podcasts. So anyway, I just wanted to say no idea that Headspace for your phone app now was so good now i've been doing headspace like through netflix they have a limited amount of videos and i've had freebies that they had come out for the pandemic and i loved them but it's limiting and this feels like it's always refreshing and has new content on it and a lot of new you know people besides the founder, doing different presentations. So love, love, love it. I have also have to say that I tried to um, finish a couple of audiobooks and wasn't able to do it. I've not been able to listen to a whole bunch of podcasts. I'm doing shorter things like Gretchen Rubin has a little bit happier. It's usually like a five-minute type of um, segment, For the podcast. But nothing else. uh, For recommendations. I did watch a movie recently. Um, It's been around a long time. It's one of the Agatha Christie movies. More modern. um, Death on the Nile. Highly recommend. I am waiting for Murder on the Orient Express. To be on one of my streaming services. Of which we have many. Because I do not want to pay $10. (laughs) To watch it. Um, I've been watching on Disney. They have a couple Star Wars things. And I'm also watching the one season of a 45-minute format of a new take on the National Treasure. Um, it's kind of like a prequel or a, I don't know. Anyway, it's kind of loosely based on... It's no characters really except one um, from the National Treasure movies. And I always like them. Because they're kind of fantasy and fun and silly. But they're lighthearted. And so far, you know, we watched the first couple. And they're pretty good. I am really just kind of focusing on those things. But I do want to give a couple of shout outs. (coughs) Excuse me. So Kristen of Simple Handmade Every Day asked me if I wanted to work on one UFO that she and I started last summer. And that was a quilt along with Fat Quarter Shop. And I got all crazy, all in on the great granny squared, where you crocheted granny squares and I made mine into little pillows. Do you remember that last summer? And I bought um, pearl cotton instead of embroidery floss. (laughs) I'm laughing because I'm just like, I was so COVID head. Yeah, that's like something you do. I actually had active COVID when I started this. And then I cross-stitched a free bookmark with that pearl cotton and then, you know, crocheted using it all up, making granny squares. And then I started sewing the Great Granny Squared quilt with Fat Quarter Shop, but I did not finish it. And so I thought I only had two blocks left. And Um, Kristen only has a couple of blocks so she goes shall we start um, working on finishing that soon and I believe she's going to start next week. Well I had a lot of time this weekend and I pulled it out and I sewed a couple of hours on it today and I realize I have four blocks left and then I can start putting it together with a sashing and cornerstones and I am not doing the pieced square and square border. I'm just going to do sashing and then that is probably it. <laughs> the cornerstone sashing and then I'm probably going to do a white border all the way around if I have enough white on hand because i that's the whole point of busting a stash is not having to buy more fabric. So 20 granny squares is what you need. I had 16 done. And I thought I could cheat by stopping at 16, but no, I have enough of the fabric in the pull for this color arrangement that I used a Pinterest, if you remember, a Pinterest color palette that reminded me of Mexican embroidery colors was the name of the color palette. So it was a great way to pull fabric from your stash and compare to a color palette that you really like. And I am down to now two of those blocks. Yay! Do I hear an applause? (laughs) So I have 18 of the 20 done. But I did it during um, a time where I found that there's a Facebook group called um, Conquering mount scrap more with brenda and brenda is a lovely person and has some fantastic youtube videos so i'm giving a shout out to brenda because she has a great community on youtube as well as through facebook so it was through facebook that i was able to sew um, she has like what they call rooms on bo- facebook and groups as well as some um, longer form of sewing as a group and that's what I did today. It was so much fun and you meet people. People are not dominating in conversation so you can sew and a lot of people were like I mean really sewing and some of them go 6, 8, 10, 12 hours in their sewing but I did a lot of sewing for me which you know I'm a 15 minute a day type of person or segments of 15 minutes and I sewed for a couple of hours with a lunch break in there so I'm pretty excited that um, I found a way to connect with people online not have to pack up my whole sewing room to do a sewing retreat that was free I know it was free so all I can say is you know if you want to find a group of people who are sewing and they are very lovely people you can go there and brenda has a lovely youtube channel and she has something called a potato chip quilt that's all scraps she is trying to bust her stash also she's doing sew along she has free patterns and it's just a lot of great stuff out there that brenda has done um so the youtube channel i'll put a link in the show notes but the YouTube channel as well as her um, Facebook page is um, Conquering Mount Scrapmore with Brenda. And she has um, 19,000 subs, subscribers on YouTube. And she's got, uh, I mean, everything... For all levels of people who are quilting. She does great tutorials and lovely ideas. So if you're a Facebook person check out her group. If you're a YouTube person or both check out her YouTube channel. And I want to thank everybody who Brenda did give me a shout out. I've been following Brenda for uh, since she started I think her YouTube channel. Um Hey, welcome. Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, the podcast. And uh, I hope to see you on the YouTube channel that I do. And I know because of her shout out, her kindness, um, I have a few more subs um, for the YouTube channel. I'm so excited because I'm happy to say I have 827 subscribers today, and my goal was to hit 1,000 on YouTube. I'm getting closer. It's, It's really exciting. My channel, YouTube, is more focused on how do you stay motivated? What's the benefits? Kind of like the podcast, what's the benefits of crafting and creativity? the struggles, and a few tips and tricks along the way. I don't do a lot of tutorials. It's a lot of editing and camera work that I don't have the ability or capability to do. So I usually talk about people that the patterns I'm following, like currently, I'm working through Lori Holt's book, Scrappiness is Happiness. And I think that's what the focus of my channel is going to be as I work through most all of the quilts in that book, or if I bust the stash first. Ha 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 Yeah I'll work through the book. And I'm going to do some featuring the cross stitch. Because I'm going to do that cross stitch anniversary floss tube whip parade uh, this summer on, on the channel too. So it'll be fun. I am still doing Saturday morning coffee every week. And um, something that I... I'm starting. It's a little different for me. And it's a little kind of weird in a sense that it's kind of more new age or woo than I normally would do. But there is a free weekly writing challenge that's coming. And I haven't been able to do um, a lot of writing since... I was sick. So Julie Tallard Johnson is doing a free weekly writing prompt. And it's interesting because she doesn't give you like write about this. She gives you like this thing to ponder a poem or a saying so far. I've only done one week and she's encouraging you to use this writing prompt and other resources that will take you through the transformational journey of a writer. This is completely free and um, her website is julietallardjohnson.com. The Initiated Writer is the free prompts and I thought, you know what, for a year I will do her free program and see if it will make me a more creative and a better writer. I've always wanted to be a better writer. Not that I'll ever write a book, but I do write a blog and I do like to write in my journal and I do like to tell stories. So maybe this will help me reach that next level of um, my Creative Corner 3, right? That's what the whole thing's about is creativity. How to tap into this creative space in my brain that I haven't really stretched and I love writing and I was doing a lot of it and then it kind of dropped off over the last couple of years because of everything going on in the world and it was hard to write things other than what I was thinking about and not a lot of it was great during lockdown we all had feelings we had to work through so that was a recommendation Meg Cox did on her Facebook page. But I will link to Julie Taylor Johnson. And I just find it, it will be an interesting journey to try to become a better writer for my own benefit. And that's some of the other creative uh, moments that I'm going to spend outside of sewing and doing All of the productivity things that I used to do that I'm now replacing with routine, which is kind of my modified fly lady um, way of keeping my house clean and doing things in 15 minute increments, simple, simple steps to create the building blocks to finishing. And then I'll have some time to do some other things that I can do um, sitting, pen to paper is what the writing prompts. She's encouraging you to do it like a journal and then do pen to paper, answer some of the prompts and then maybe expand upon your initial response in your pen to paper journal to expanding on some writing that you're doing and a lot of people are trying to write novels and maybe they've hit writer's block or they're expanding ideas to turn into other types of manuscripts or whatever so hey I'll give it a shot I'm looking at ways to expand my creativity tap into that without physically being taxing or mentally really taxing. Because reading patterns and processing math and all that can be taxing. But um, going with the simpler things for a while as I work on getting uh, getting stronger. The thing that I thought for whatever reason in my head is that the one year mark was this month from being sick. That I would be where I am is where it, it's not going to get any better than this. Well... <clears throat> that's not true they're showing that a lot of things it's 18 months um a lot of things have gotten better but a lot of things can improve and I have to just get I had to get over this mental hurdle that you know it's always going to be um working on your physical health it's always going to be working on so many things just like your house is never finished while well, the job of working on yourself is never finished and it has been um, kind of a lot for the last several months and I'm just trying to take a more lighthearted approach about it. I've done a lot of really hard physical work and a lot of really rehabilitative things over the last six months and now I'm kind of backing off from it and just working on having a very light and lovely summer with a little bit of a dust of fairy gardening and trying to get out in nature ever so much more. So I think that is a wrap for this week's podcast. Go check out Brenda's YouTube channel, Conquering Mount Scrapmore with Brenda. And I just want to say thanks for everybody who has Given me so much support over the last several months with your likes, your comments, your Kofi contributions to supporting me financially. Kofi is buying me a virtual cup of coffee. Thank you, Gail. Thank you, Diane. Thank you, Brenda. And thanks everybody. The comments are wonderful and it's just been very, very heartwarming. So I want to say that it's time to quilt on everyone.